Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Uh, a new dating study found men are still a lot more likely to initiate a date by asking the women out. But when those roles are reversed, you're more likely to get lucky. Right. Researchers talked to 20,000 college students about recent dates they went on and who initiated the date and if there was any sexual contact, including kissing. And it turns out dates are more likely to end in the bedroom if the women does the asking out. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, it's, you know, more likely been controlled by the women uh, for the longest period of time, right? You know, in terms of where how, how that date is escalating. How oh, yeah, far how far it's going to go, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing that still uh, about 90% of all dates are still initiated by men. Uh, and, you know, I think that's probably because... I tend to think men will will see a woman they're attracted to and, and immediately, you know, want to ask them out, want to get to know them. Right. Women don't, I think, necessarily, they don't look at men that same way. They don't look at us and are um, initially uh, attracted to us. I think it takes them time to uh, fall for us. Because we're hideous <laughs> to, to just look at. Like, uh, there's not much appealing about us. Although I'll, I think even and you know, with our limited experience in these categories, who the hell are we to be talking about this? Mm. But uh, I think if, if women do get attracted right away, they're more likely to try and uh, try and make him make the move still. Mm. Right, rather sure, than go sure. up boldly and approach him. I just, you know, if you if you remember back to say college or high school or even even in the workplace, if there's somebody that you're attracted to, if you're a guy and you're you you see a coworker and you almost immediately in your brain it's either wow she's really attractive or she's not. Like right. we just we just on and off with that switch. And I don't know that women do that. A, 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 a woman might uh, think you're handsome or, or good looking, but wouldn't necessarily want to investigate into that or or push it farther because they tend to fall for you more once they get to know you hmm. I, I think anyhow what, again what do i know <laughs> uh, um but uh dudes if you stand around and wait uh, there is a chance you're gonna get uh, a little action if she asks you out because she definitely is into you if she's all right. asking considering 90 percent of all dates are still initiated even in the year 2021 so if she hasn't given up waiting for you to ask. No, no. <laughs> and does initiate herself. You're good. Uh, this is interesting. I think there's a zoo in the UK. They're having some trouble with their uh, monkeys getting it on. So they decided to hire a Marvin Gaye impersonator <laughs> to perform in front of the monkey enclosure. Wow. So they uh, would, uh, you know. Get a little uh, worked up. It's funny, when you started that uh, the sentence, I assumed by having trouble, it meant they were getting it on too much. No, not getting it on enough. Wow. Too busy with their monkey porn. And they think Marvin Gaye is going to get that done? I guess so. They thought it would be a creative way to encourage the females to show, show a little more attention to the males. Did he show up in our love songs, Top Line? I don't think No, he did. no. He's probably like farther down the list, but he should be top ten, right. you think. Yeah, we'll go over that list again in a little bit. So see, see, fellas, even the, the male monkeys are having trouble with the ladies. <laughs> it's not just you. <laughs> Valentine's is approaching this coming uh, Monday. And so with that, you might want to set the mood. And sometimes setting the mood involves music. You know, some nice love music and candles, a little wine. 
get things going. You want to put together maybe a playlist of uh, love songs. You could add these ones. <laughs> get it on playlist. Yeah. See if you can get through all of them. Right. It'll be done before the first song's over. <laughs> uh, people were asked about their favorite love songs. About 2,000 people uh, chimed in on this. This is, uh, I guess, the top 10. Love Me Tender, Elvis Presley. Okay. Can't take my eyes off of you, Frankie Valley. Is this going from 10 up to 1 here? Yes, sir. Okay. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, Aerosmith. Oh, all right. War Pigs, Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh, no, that's my list. Oh, wait, wait a minute. That's on my list. <laughs> uh, I Want to Know What Love Is, Foreigner. Okay. Angels, Robbie Williams. Crazy Bitch, Buck Cherry. Oh, no, that's again, <laughs> again my list. your list. My list. Right. Elton John, your song, My Heart Will Go On, Celine Dion. Elvis makes the list again with Can't Help Falling in Love. That's a good one. The Righteous Brothers Unchained Melody. Okay. Number one song. Number one love-making tune. Uh, it's got to go to Whitney then, right? Yes, I will always. Or I guess to uh, really, to, to, it's not Whitney's song, right? It was but Dolly she Parton. Yeah, yeah. Dolly Parton wrote it. But uh, yeah, it was the, uh, the biggest hit for her and wow. uh, the number one love song. Wow. So no, so Marvin Gaye doesn't make that list up yeah, there. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Or Barry White, you think uh, he'd get on that list too? But right. maybe they're farther. Maybe down. they were just too overtly sexual. Maybe yeah, not just about loving, you know, about love. They're about love in. Right. That that's true. Now, do you have a? Is there a song that uh, you consider a, a, a great love tune? I don't know. I, I mean, yo, me, the heart, hopeless romantic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the hockey night in Canada theme song. <laughs> oh, that'll be playing. Um. No, uh, but I'm just, uh, not really, but I'm just surprised to hear some of the ones that are on there. Oh, I think, um, uh, I think there's U2 would be up on that list. With or without you? Yeah. Um, yeah, U2's With or Without You, I think, would probably go in there. I think that's such a great classic song. I'm surprised, like, Lady in Red isn't in that song. I guess that's more specific if she's not wearing red. Uh, when Meatloaf passed away, I, I, I had mentioned the final track on his Bad Out of Hell album called For Crying Out Loud. And that, I always thought that was a great love song. And it's like nine minutes long, so you're definitely done the loving before that's over. <laughs> I have a, a buddy of mine who always swore by, now this isn't just one song, it's a whole album, but by Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. He claims that if you put that album on, poured some red wine, you should be getting the loving by the end of side one of that wow, album. Wow, really? I've never put it to the test, but you could try. Huh. Yeah, he he claims it works. Right. I don't know. I mean, Nine Inch Nails might enter the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Again, more about loving yes. than about love. Yeah, that, that song's not really coming from the heart. <laughs> I've, I've thought about this quite a bit. And I think I'm going to go with this tune as my favorite love song of all time. Legs, shame about her face. Yeah, that's a great. That's a <laughs> nice legs. Shame, shame about her face. Yeah, that's a that was Marie and I, our first dance. <laughs> Band called the Monks. They had one album. It was such a great album. Bad habits. Yeah. So for me, that that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That or uh, that or of course uh, War Pigs. Either one really gets me warmed up. And welcome to Rock Mornings. It's your pally's Craig and Lucky, or shall we say, Mister NHL Lucky? Right. Yes. Well. 
I don't know if we'll go that title yet. We we'll get a couple of games on my belt first. New play-by-play guy, NHL, or you can practice in all your la 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 <laughs> Fontaines. <laughs> Mayday! That's right. Mayday! You got to come up with something now since you're going to Ottawa. Like something like uh, that. Put the O in Ottawa. No. Oh my! All right. Something you gotta you gotta come up with because they all have their catchphrases, don't they? Uh, oh baby! I, I don't know. Well, that was Bob Cole for sure. I'm not going to pull out a holy Mackinac anytime. It's Joe Bowen. <laughs> You'll be sued. Right. Yeah. I think we'll just see whatever comes out. Hopefully it's not a swear word. Well, here's a little game we can play now that you're an NHL play-by-play guy. Yeah. Who said the golden goal? Oh. What? It's a game we can play. I have found uh, all sorts of catchphrases from play-by-play guys. Oh. That would have been Chris Cuthbert. Was it Cuthbert or Houston at that point? Yeah, mm-hmm. Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Okay. He shoots and scores. Slap me silly, Sydney. The video says it all. <laughs> you know who that was? Uh, no, but it was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mike Lang. Okay. Yeah, there's a dude named Jiggs McDonald who did play-by-play for the New York Islanders. Jiggs, that, that's a good handle. That's a great handle. You should go with that. He's probably dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Take it over. That's right. Guys, <laughs> this is all you get in there. Go be Jiggs. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you're when uh, you sharing a hotel room with Pierre Maguire, punch him in the face. I never <laughs> liked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's Well, he's there. He's not, not broadcasting anymore. He's the assistant general manager in Ottawa now. Who said... It is over. The drive for five has arrived. Uh, that would be Gordon Miller, isn't it? No. You, no? Know, you know nothing about play I don't by know. play. Paul Romanuk. Oh, Romanuk. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, that's true. That was before Gordon Miller took over the uh, the World Juniors. And I guess it all started with Foster Hewitt. Right. But good on you, Pally. So you've been doing the play-by-play for the Oshawa Generals for decades now. Uh, well, at least one, one yeah. One decade. And uh, then you did some play-by-play on Sportsnet for what was it? It was a- uh, they, their CHL when they yeah. covered that uh, a couple of years ago, and and then yeah, you know what? Listen, I I've been guilty throughout my life of not following up or following through with <laughs> <laughs> potential leads. Is this why? <laughs> See what happens, and kids. Look where I am. See what happens, kids. <laughs> and so uh, and so yeah, this time I I kind of just kept my name in the mix and That's in the good. loop and. Uh, you know, kept at doing what I do. And, and you know, listen, it, a lot of people, I think, would like to say they can uh, go out and call a hockey game. And it, it doesn't look like it's that hard to do, but it takes a lot of prep. Learn very early on how much preparation sure. it actually does take and, uh, and to do it properly. And Anything that looks easy, it's because there's been a lot of work put right. in to make that, it look easy. And listen, as I'm, you know, making a, a step up from, you know, junior level to, to the pros now, mm. you know, watching what others are doing, and you're like, holy crap, how do they have that stat? Mm. You know, like these photographic memories that some people have when it comes to stats is just unbelievable and i've always said this to you know when i taught and stuff in 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 school uh, in radio school was that you know if you want to be a sports guy you gotta watch out because hardcore sports fans know more than you do Mm. you know there are you know ottawa senators fans that know a lot more about the ottawa senators than i do when i'm going in to call the game on saturday so we're going to be able to see uh saturday and sunday this weekend on sportsnet one and then the following weekend as well now it's midday games right it's a saturday Uh, afternoon and sunday this weekend uh ottawa ottawa is just pooched with their schedule they missed so many games because of covid protocol early in the season Mm. that they've really got to make up games uh and so they've got like five games in seven days here including two mid matinees on the weekend so i'll do both those ottawa boston on saturday and ottawa in washington on sunday 
And then the following weekend, I'll do Ottawa-Boston again. But that one will be primetime hockey night in Canada. So so you're taking the Fridays off this week and next week. Yes, i got to travel to Ottawa. Yeah, too. And, and next week, though, the game is until Saturday evening. Right. But you're still taking the Friday morning I off. still have to get there on Friday. Right, because it's, yes. what, 17 hours, 18 uh, hours to drive to Ottawa? No, it's uh, 17 hours of prep and a four-hour <laughs> drive. Any excuse to get away from either me or your family. <laughs> oh, babe, i got a hockey game i got to do Saturday night. I have to leave Tuesday. Right. Well, I couldn't possibly go in the same day. What am I, Elton John? You put on four hours of nothingness here. What am I, you Phil Collins? You taking the... Get in the car after you get off the air and drive. <laughs> I mean, you sleep through most of this. So it's true. It'll be fine. Uh, right. be fine. I'm only saying I'm, I'm only bringing up the fact that you're taking Friday off to go do these NHL games because it hoops me into doing right, your stuff. you got to go in Sunday morning. I'll, I'll tell you what. If you start doing this on a regular basis, <laughs> plus your kids' hockey where you bail every Friday, you and I are having a I long, long meeting in Doug Elliott's office. Friday's off for the summer, so you get used to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. If this continues, there will be a long chat about where your loyalties lie. Uh, and, and if I could ask a little favor, because he is going, like he's going to the Canadian Tire Center right. in Canada, if yes. all the uh, leftover uh, protesters could make their way to Canada on Saturday <laughs> or Friday afternoon, take over that parking lot. I've been watching the Sens games, and after every goal, they play this horn mm. that is like like obscenely loud over and over and over. And they've been scoring quite a bit as of late, mm. too. So <laughs> I thought, you know, Maybe the people of Ottawa don't want to hear that right now. <laughs> Even though they may be happy that their team scored. Right. <laughs> it might be one of those things where they say, mm, it's kind annoying. Like we've had enough of the truck horns for a bit. So do you get somebody to carry your bags now, like a player? Like when you go to the show, you, you don't have to carry your own bags anymore. No, I think I carry my bag. Right. I don't even know where the hell I'm going. So I, this is going to be one heck of an experience. And uh, because it's television, right? This isn't radio. It's television. No, i got to get my makeup. you got to lose some weight. you get a little puffy in the face. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. Peloton today? I didn't want to bring it up, but you put on your winter weight. Oh, the camera adds 15 pounds. <laughs> whatever. On top of the chunky face you already got? <laughs> so gonna, That's what I needed. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Not only do I have to memorize 90 names and numbers just today. just you drop 10. Put <laughs> <laughs> a little bit on my mind there. But now, as I get on the camera, they're going to be like, well, i got to think about my fat face. we got to widescreen that boy. He's going to be sticking out the side of my mask. What the hell? What's wrong with that man? Get him on a Peloton. The world's largest recorded turtle was a leatherback washed up on a beach in Wales in 1988. It was roughly 100 years old, 9 feet in length. Big boy. Wow. Weighed more than 2,000 pounds. Sadly, it was dead when it was found. Cholesterol. Yeah, high cholesterol. <laughs> 2,000 pounds. Yeah, you could have. A little much. Yeah, well, you know the problem is he didn't get much exercise because he moves so damn slow. <laughs> he didn't, didn't lose a lot of weight. Uh, big jump in musical instruments all around during COVID. But uh, interesting, uh, the, the one that sold the most or had the uh, most significant uh, sales increase was the ukulele. Really? Yeah. A lot of people want to make, like, TikTok and YouTube quirky videos. They do that with a ukulele? I guess so. There's, you know what? There's been... It's not like kazoo or something small, harmonica. Yeah, no. Stuck in your house singing the blues to yourself. There, there was... The ukulele has been used in a, for a couple of TV quirky characters over the okay. last few years. Like, uh, Zoe Deschanel and New Girl played the ukulele, I think. Right. 
And it was another girl that's been on a bunch of different shows, um, and she's often playing the ukulele. And they're they're odd and strange and quirky, so right. maybe that's got something to do with it. Um, the UK had a ban on nunchucks in movies until 1999. I don't until know like, yeah. from when? From the beginning of movie time. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, maybe 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 somewhere in the eighties or something. Like did they miss all the Bruce Lee flicks? Yeah, you wouldn't think so, right? You would think they saw those. I don't know when the band started. Huh. But they had a ban on them. They even cut a scene from a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, two movie called Secret of the Ooze in nineteen ninety one that showed one of the turtles using a string of sausages like a nunchuck. Wow. So they couldn't even have sausage flinging around That's like a nunchuck. A bit extreme. Seems I mean, to me. listen, the UK and their weapons bands have been you know, pretty tight for many years, mm-hmm. but that's uh, that's crazy. A bit intense. Now that engines are quieter, companies uh, including Ford, BMW, and Volkswagen all add fake engine noises to their cars. Oh, a little fart pipe on the back? Yeah. I saw one the other day. The car might have been like three inches off the ground, and the pipe coming out of the back was probably about a foot <laughs> out of the back of the car. Small penis. Oh, yeah. Small right. penis in that car. Small penis aboard. Yeah, my uh, my car the, at this point doesn't make any engine noises. Uh, you had some car troubles this morning. <laughs> I found myself walking back to my house. If you heard someone screaming at the top of their lungs at about 4.40 this morning, that was me. That's right. Well, you know what? Of all, of all the, the traffic incidents I didn't ha- I've had this morning, I didn't have Craig's disabled vehicle <laughs> somewhere in Oshawa if there's a tow truck driver yeah. that wants to pick it up and take it to the mechanic. Somebody's already turned it into a flower box. It's all it's worth. A big ashtray. Uh, this is interesting. Now, you've been on cruise ships. I don't know if you've ever had to go and ask for this, but luxury cruise lines have the morning after pill available on board. I haven't needed it personally, no. 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 Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's a full service. That's an embarrassing walk. Can I get the... Um, this is interesting. I always love the, uh, the animal kingdom stuff. Sperm whales, one of their main defense mechanisms is pooping. Oh, what a thought it'd be sperm. <laughs> Because that would be equally gross. I've seen that in a porn. <laughs> um, I think it's, for even humans, that's one of our main defense mechanisms. That would be a lot of poop. It, 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 yes, they release so much that it's hard to see through the wall of brown in oh. the water. Let's go swim with the sperm whale, sweetie. <laughs> it's not after lunch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Deuce and go. <laughs> that's, that's crop dusting for sure. <laughs> and uh, finally, um, this is sad. There are 27 ingredients that are listed on the side of a can of Cheese Whiz. Uh-oh. Can you take a guess at the one ingredient that isn't in Cheese Whiz? Mm, it's not Whiz, is it? <laughs> no. It's probably more likely Whiz is yeah, in there. Probably than is cheese. A lot, a lot more Whiz. <laughs> Big goose egg on the cheese. Look who joins us. It's Ted Reader for Helena's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Good morning, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> look, Teddy, Teddy, there's now somebody else amongst this little threesome who's as big of a star as you. Mr. NHL, Lucky oh, over right. here. Oh, Mr. NHL. <laughs> I, 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 I guess we're just going to have to call him that all the time now, eh? Oh, Mr. Even, NHL. Can't even look him in the uh, eye. I, He's I, already demanding got, nobody I've look him in the eye. I've got people who will take care of that. They'll, they'll advise you. <laughs> What to call me and don't look at me and that kind of thing. <laughs> right on. Congratulations, Lucky. That's awesome, man. Thanks, man. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Looking forward to it, Teddy. 
Eddie. Very cool. You'll be able to watch them on the TV on yeah. Saturday and uh, Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday, right up against some other game that's happening, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Don't be watching that. <laughs> Yeah, that other game, that other game. Yeah. What, what's happening? That's the super of the bowl. Right. The big like bowl that. of the super. Yeah. We got to cook for it, Ted. Yes, what are we going to eat on Super Bowl Sunday? That, for many of us, outside of watching the commercials, what we're eating is more exciting than the game itself. Well, there there are a whole host of things that that one can be doing, so I'll just run down the list of, of some of the tasty eats. Okay. One, uh, wings are top of the list for right. Super Bowl. And for me, um, I like to smoke my wings first, get them up at uh, about 225 degrees, start that smoking process. I rub them down with, if you want to make them spicy, my hot and spicy bone dust, but uh, into the smoker. Let them go until they hit an internal temperature of about a, uh, 175 degrees. Mm. Then crank up that heat and then take the wings and finish them on the grill. Toss them in a little bit of sauce. Don't forget to have a touch of butter in there because wings and butter, well, that's just fantastic. <laughs> well, and doing, uh, it right? s- doing it on a smoker too, Ted, will keep down that whole grease fire thing from happening if uh, if you want to partake in other pregame festivities, right? Ex- exactly. Just nice and easy. And and if you don't have a smoker, like Lucky, I know you'll fire up your Traeger and that'll be a great thing to do, to do wings on. Right. But if you just have a gas grill, put the wings in direct. Or put them up on the top rack. Okay. And don't do them on high. Keep that temperature down. And then once they're ready, then you take them off the top rack, move them down onto the grill, give them a nice char, and then toss them in whatever sauce you want to toss them in. Beautiful. And it's a nice and easy thing to do. And then what else are we serving with those wings, Teddy? Oh, nachos, man, nachos. (laughs) So I I got a pot of chili going on this week. And so you'll have a big pot of chili, and then I make the chili cheese nachos. So tortilla, crispy tortillas, right? And then lots of the beefy, beefy, oh, I make a brisket chili like we do out of the joint. So ladle that all over top, and then a hot cheese sauce. Now, if you want to make it, make it from scratch, use make a, a bechamel base. Flour and and butter together mm-hmm. to create a roux. Put in your milk and or uh, chicken stock. Whisk it until it's smooth. Let it simmer until it's fully cooked, and then season it up and add in a ton of cheese. So and then ladle that over top. Some sprinkling cheese, a little guac, a little salsa, and you're all set to rock and roll. Oh man, that sounds amazing. I'm going to do those. Oh, yeah. uh, remember, I was telling you that uh, Holinda's had those armadillo eggs, and I bought uh, three of them yesterday. Put them in the freezer because I was afraid come Super Bowl Sunday they'd all be sold out. <laughs> so I, I'm going to go with those uh, armadillo eggs, which are the ground pork and uh, they're wrapped around uh, jalapenos and cream cheese, right. and then bacon wrapped around the whole thing. So I'm excited about trying those. I must say too, oh, that's, that's going to be tasty. Without that's being able be to get into tasty. restaurants during the pandemic, I think nachos is one of the things I missed the yeah. most for that time. Is that you know not really a takeout food right nachos and so oh man having some of those would be great this weekend no oh, it'll be tasty it'll be tasty slider burgers and of course one of the number one selling food items for super bowl weekend is pizza yes right right finger foods basically uh-huh. yeah yeah finger foods snacks like slider burgers pulled pork pulled chicken but really just have some fun and enjoy the game and you know you got to think a little bit don't forget following the 14th Mm-hmm. Monday, yeah, very important day, the Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, get, get your 
gear together and make something nice for the one you love. Well, you know what we're going to do, Teddy, if we can, if you got the time on Friday, because Katie's going to be in with Lucky, with Lucky heading off to the uh, to Ottawa for the NHL game. Maybe we can have you on Friday. We can discuss Valentine's then. Oh, not a problem. Be happy to. Perfect. You know? All who right. who well, scheduled well, this that after you have chili, nachos, <laughs> beer, chicken wings... And that disaster, waking up Monday morning <laughs> and saying, hey, hey baby, I love you. You want to get it on? <laughs> <laughs> she tries to choke herself out of the Dutch oven. That will be crazy. <laughs> Hop aboard the fart train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, very good. All right, Teddy, if people want to talk to you about Super Bowl eats or they want to get uh, some tips uh, ahead of Valentine's on something to do for Valentine's, Valentine's, how do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me in social media at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, the joint. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.